Welcome to the Bank First Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. And I think we've got some fun coming up for you on this Bank First Ranger Hour. Today, our Thursday, September 14th edition of the program. G. Darb in the studio with you, North Mississippi. Thanks for being around. Got a weather forecast we'll talk about. Our guests will include, around 9.15, Pat Hazel. Pat is bringing the Wonder Years to Heindel Center for the Performing Arts Saturday the 23rd. Uh, he is, he's been a little bit of everything in his life. Magician, stand-up comedian, writer. I mean, you have probably heard some of his jokes uh, in, in, in a season or so of Seinfeld that he was a writer. He's been on The Tonight Show. Uh, he now brings the wonder years to the stage in Cenotopia, and it is it's stand-up comedy, it's theater, uh, it's interactive with you, and that will be next Saturday on the 23rd, and we'll chat with Pat coming up here in about eight minutes, we'll discuss all the things with him that we can, get all that background information, his style of comedy, what you will hear and see next week. Of course, Trace Adkins will be in Sonotobia in two days. And we have a couple of tickets that I want to give away to that before the program is done. Near the end of the show, we'll do that. Coming up around 9.30, we have... Cheer coach Brandon Casey back with us. Game day, Northwest football in Senatobia tonight. We'll give you all the details of that. There's some other things going on with coach and the cheer squad, so we'll get with that at the back end of our program and other news and events going on in the world of NWCC. So that is on today's Bank First Ranger Hour. Second half of the program, we'll talk with the cheer coach Brandon Casey. We'll get into some thoughts with him about game day, uh, about nationals coming up, about uh, some fall clinics that they have going on, and more. We'll have details more. I'll kind of talk a little bit about that football game. Uh, women's soccer, still ranked number three in the country. Goalie from Tupelo winning all kind of awards. We'll discuss those things. I'll remind you of the 2 plus 2 golf tournament that's coming up later in the month. But next... Let's bring on uh, the man that's going to be on stage next Saturday at the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts on the Northwest Campus in Sinatobia. Pat Hazel is the gentleman's name. He joins us next. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College and powered by Bank First. Thanks for joining us on the Bank First Ranger Hour. Join the conversation now by texting 662-426-1093. Hang on to that text message line. Those of you in North Mississippi that that like Trace Adkins, he's in Sinatobia at the Heindel Center on Saturday the 16th. And I'm going to give away two tickets uh, to someone listening to the program before we're done here in this hour. Uh, a little bit later on, as I told you briefly, uh, we'll have the Northwest Cheer Coach Brandon Casey coming up before the show is up, but now uh, excited to get a chance to talk with this gentleman. The Wonder Bread years uh, will be at the Heindel Center on the 23rd, and our new friend of the program, Pat Hazel, is hanging out with us. How you doing, sir? I'm well. I'm happy I'm happy to hear that 
Trace Atkins is opening for me a week earlier. <laughs> Did you, you know, we, we, we always try and plan those things out, uh, you know, to, to bring in some, you know, new music act uh, to kind of do things and bring in the, the main attraction. You coming up yeah, on the stage, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's good. I like those young upstarts. So, no, I'm excited to come your way. I've not uh, been to Senatobia, so it'll, it'll be fun. Great facility there on the, the community college campus. I think you'll like it. Here's here's the thing for me, and we were talking before getting on here. I've, I've been in radio now for uh, thirty more years than I'd like to admit, but 30-plus years, almost 35. And this conversation right here, I'm, I'm in front of a microphone. I can't see you. You can't see me. I, I'm, gonna, I'm, so, I'm comfortable. Everything is fine. I will be doing college football on Saturday, uh, soon to get NBA discussion coming up. The hardest thing for me, Pat, is speaking in front of a class or public speaking whatsoever. And I've done this forever. How do you get? How have you gotten over that? And I know you've been doing things since you were preteen, right, out in front of people. Uh, I'm getting chill. I'm, I'm getting chill bumps just ta- talking about talking to people on a stage. How, how how do you overcome that and just get out there and perform the way you do? Well, I think, you know what, a lot of people have public speaking issues and that sort of thing, but I think it's because you, you know, the person is usually thinking, what are people thinking of me? And I, I've gotten over caring what people <laughs> think about me. So that's the first step. But also, you know, if you have a story to tell, it's different. If I say, uh, you know, Gary, uh, tell everybody this, go out and just mention this, this, and this, you can usually do it when um, you're not so concerned with, you know, uh, do, uh, why would anybody want to listen to me? And those kind of things that get into your head. I, I feel like I found my comic voice fairly early, and I did, at that time, magic tricks and juggling and things. So at least I had a trick to show off, or I, or I had something like show and tell, you know? Um, and, I mean, I started, I performed on street corners in Omaha, Nebraska, and eventually made my way to L.A. When you get to L.A., it's pretty competitive to get stage time. So, you, you, what you're trying to do is get better at it. So, you know, the, the, the beginnings were late nights at the improv and the, and the comedy store and the magic castle places you go on after midnight and there would be three people and, and you'd follow Robin Williams doing an hour and a half and nobody wanted to see you. Right. So <laughs> you're, it, it becomes kind of a different goal when you're, when you're moving into trying to just get on at a reasonable hour of night. And, you know, in this case, now I come to a performing arts center. I have my own, you know, 90 minutes of, of uh, storytelling to do. So you just really want to be sure that you've ratcheted it down to make it worth everybody's time and make sure that they're, you know, they're having a great uh, experience. How early did you get involved in, shall we say, the show business, right? And in the, in the what you do and what has led to the career that you've had, which is, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I host five or six different radio programs, plus do, you know, the sporting events. You have been, what, magician. You just mentioned you, you juggle, you, you the comedy, you write, you do, you know, I mean, but when did you get started and, and, and get through this progression that we, we well, see I'll now? Well, I'll tell you, when I started doing stand-up, I was pretty young. I was about uh, 19 or 20 years old, and I was doing it with, in conjunction with some variety routines. So I performed at a lot of com- corporate events and, um, you know, company Christmas parties and every kind of wacky possible thing to get some stage time. But when I moved to L.A., the goal was to get on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson because that was sort of the big seal of approval. And I did that about, 
I think that was about 10 years after I graduated from high school. So I, it, was, it was just a few days before my class reunion. So it was a pivotal moment where I went from nobody to somebody. Yeah, sure. Uh, just because you had that kind of pat on the back from Johnny, and, and that gives you a lot of self-confidence. So I began to do a lot of uh, touring in colleges and things like that. But I, I realized that having a sense of humor was had some value, but I needed to somehow convert it into something that was, you know, could make money. So that's when I got into sitcom writing. And I, I, I've been very lucky to be in the sidecar of many people uh, like Jerry Seinfeld and others that have given me a big, you know, pat on the back and an endorsement. Um, Jerry calls this show I'm doing now, The Wonder Bread Years, Milk Snorting Funny. And that <laughs> is like the highest compliment if you ever sat at a kid's table at Thanksgiving, you know. Sure. I, I tried to stay at the kids' table as long as I could. Um, oh, it, really? <laughs> you know? Well, I, I mean, I, I know that now, but at the time, I wanted to graduate. You sure, know? oh, and... They kept up in the age, you know, so everybody's 12 and under, the next year, everybody's 16 and under, the next year, everybody's 21 and under. You know, no slots opened up. It was like a country club membership over there, you know? You couldn't get into the kids' table unless an old person died off, you know? Right. Pat Hazel's with us. He'll be in Cenotopia on the 23rd. I hope I'm not, you know, bringing up something bad, but I, I, when you decided this was your pathway, what did what did mom and dad say? Uh, did, did they like this? And then uh, was it maybe when you were on with Johnny, they were like, hey, "My boy was on with Johnny Carson, right?" <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they were very very proud. But I have to say, my folks were very supportive. I've Good. heard many a different story from other comics and performers that they just people wanted them to get a job, but. I think before I had to have a serious job, like I was doing this even as a teenager, I was doing close-up magic in the Spaghetti Works restaurant, table-to-table doing card tricks, and it was a little more frivolous. It wasn't so serious that they had to be concerned with me. But there was a moment fairly young where I was making more money than my dad, and he couldn't really, (laughs) um, you know, look down his nose at it. You know what I mean? I understand. He he was like, I don't know if this is going to sustain you for life, but... It's going well now, you know, but they were always, always supportive. And, you know, I would be suddenly called by his company to come do their summer picnic, you know, or whatever. Nice. So I felt like if his company was hiring me, um, he couldn't say otherwise, you know. Give us the style of comedy. What will the people hear and see when they come to Cenotopia on the 23rd? Okay, well, the show I'm doing, which uh, I really enjoy doing, is called The Wonder Bread Years. And it's kind of a comic bullseye for baby boomers because it talks about everything we grew up with, various television shows and, you know, food products and, you know, different stages in the life of a kid, like your worst Halloween costumes and recycling gift wrap on Christmas morning. And it feels to me like there's so many common denominators. So it doesn't matter if you're 65 or you're 25. There's a time that you were five. And the Wonder Bread years is sort of referencing this coming-of-age time where everything was, you know, interesting and hilarious. And I, I don't know, it just felt to me like eye-opening as a kid when you had snackback pudding or when you played lawn charts. So, you know, you look back at that stuff and some of it is not healthy or or, or dangerous as all, all get out, you know. But, but, man, it was hilarious. I mean, it was so much fun. And I feel like this is kind of a safe haven for humor in that, we're living in a world of, you know, strife and conflict and divide and politics and, you know, stock dropping and, uh, you know, uh, COVID and all that kind of stuff. So it's a really 
fun field trip back in time. And I really did a deep dive on the toys we played with. And my favorite part, to be honest, is the family slideshow. You know, people don't do that anymore. And my dad used to tell the greatest stories and show us slides. And we groused about it. We're like, oh, come on, next slide, next slide. But it is really a fun community thing to do to have somebody tell you stories about bad haircuts and, you know, clothes that don't fit, hand-me-downs and all that kind of stuff. You know, the wife this morning, you know, she's like, so who's on, you know, your show today? And I said, it was funny you should ask because I had a loaf of Wonder Bread that I was getting ready to make, you know, (laughs) sandwich for the young guy to take to school today. And I said, so this guy, you know, Pat Hazel, he performed this called the Wonder Bread Years, and we went into that discussion with you. It's not just comedy, though, right? I mean, there's theater, there's interaction with you and the crowd. Yeah, it's a hybrid. There's storytelling. There's a theatrical sort of French porch set and do a lot of projection. And I find, like, even when I open, there's a, there's a short movie, and people start to get, you know, warmed up. They Not just the laughter, but they see Mikey from Life Serial, you know, taking a bite out of, you know, a spoonful of stuff, you know, and they, in their head, they think, oh, Mikey liked it. You know, they, they, they see mystery date, you know, which was a girl's game where is it a dream or a dud when they open the door kind of thing. And it really is it's a very evocative experience. And when I do talk to the audience, when I ask them what they brought to show and tell at school, it often surprises them what they talk about. Like their spouse will go, you never mentioned that. <laughs> and then we'll be talking about some roadkill or some crazy thing that they brought to school, you know. And I get I get stories from it. One time, for show and tell, a person was telling me that they forgot it was show and tell, and they were by the uh, bus stop, and they saw a cocoon, like a gray cocoon on the roadside, and they were thinking, oh, how lucky. And they got a little fork stick, picked this cocoon up, and balanced it all the way on the bus to school and got it to the science class or something and put it in a little mason jar, and they watched it for a week, and then they realized it was a dog turd. You know, that, they, that it wasn't a cocoon at all, right? And, and, I mean, it floored me. I just laughed so hard at that. And then I thought to myself, oh, I can tell the next audience, hey, at the last show, this guy told me this story, right? And this is sort of a cumulative experience for me because what makes The Wonder Bridge such a fun show to do, it's like surfing a wave, you know? It, it'll, it'll get interesting, and I'll try to get into the pipeline and keep that going. And then maybe, you know, it'll crest, and then I'll find another area to talk to people about. And so it's a little bit of a mix. I mean, it's a scripted piece of content, but it has all these open spaces where I really do like the audience's input. And and I find that when I say certain jingles, uh, like Jiffy Pop, Jiffy Pop, the magical treat, as much fun as it is you know, to make as it is to, and they're filling it in. They're in, they're, they're saying the end of it. Because in some way we had sort of a collective consciousness when there were only three television channels, you know. Remember it well. I hope the rest of my North Mississippians don't get angry with me, but if if you bring up roadkill and roadkill stories and things of that nature uh, next Saturday, you, you may do that for an hour and a half. <laughs> we may we may have plenty of roadkill stories for you. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't, you know, I, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying, you know, if you know how to fix it, right, That's you can make a nice meal. Right. And there's, there's no, there are lots of hunters, lots of things doing stuff, you know. But you know, you may, you may get some stories uh, with the roadkill situation. Before I let you go, and I have to, uh, to move in 
uh, into the second half of the program. I really appreciate you finding some time this morning and and doing this because I know you know you're traveling all over, you're doing different things. Your your career um, has has just been uh, amazing. I, I obviously trying to you know figure out. Hey, I need to learn some about Pat. And then you go and you you read and you listen to other interviews and you do things. Um, I look forward to wholesome comedy that's going to take us back into those days you're talking about. I think it's going to be a really fun event coming up next Saturday, Pat. Cool. Well, I look forward to seeing folks out there at the Heindel Center um, on the 23rd. And I, I'll give them a money-back guarantee for me personally. I don't think that Northwest Mississippi Community College is going to uh, refund your money. But I will, uh, because I really do believe it's going to be a, a super fun time. And I would hate for people to hear about it the next day oh you missed this really fun thing so if you got nothing better to do on the 23rd um you know come out and join me and we'll get our laugh on that's what i say sounds good pat thanks for your time this morning uh gary thanks for having me on the ranger hour cheers all right there he is pat hazel he'll be at the heindel center for the performing arts coming up on saturday at 7 30 the 23rd of the month and you guys know how to go to the website get your tickets very affordable. It's going look. He he gave you some tidbits, right? Some little things of what you can expect, and and who that it will bring out memory of of your life uh, growing up. We've all been right at those Thanksgivings and Christmases at the kids' table. Eventually, getting to get to the big table. Some of us wanting to go back to the kids' table, uh, as I mentioned along the way, plus the different things that, that, that he's talked about. You can go search him, too. I, all of you have your own computers and things, and go search Pat Hazel with two L's at the end. Uh, he wrote for a, a season or so of Seinfeld, but on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Uh, he has uh, so many different things that he does, and I failed to mention or get him to talk about his podcast because he has a great podcast that's out there as well. So if you look and check all of that out. You can find out more about Pat. Saturday, the 23rd, 7.30, Heindel Center for the Performing Arts on the Northwest Campus in Center Joby. Get your tickets now for that. When we come back, we'll talk with cheer coach Brandon Casey. And before the show's done, I'm going to give you a couple of seats to see this man at the Heindel Center this Saturday night. Little Trace Atkins to get us in the break. Take me out to the ball game. Swing, bada bada swing, bada bada swing, Thanks for listening to the Bank First Ranger Hour, your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and streaming live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Big thanks to Pat Hazel for being on with us. The Wonder Bread Years. It comes to Cinechobie and the Heindel Center on the 23rd on Saturday at 7.30. You should know that by now. You also should know that Trace Atkins will be there this Saturday night. When I get done with this interview, 
you might want to be prepared with the text message line at 662-426-1093 to win a couple of seats to Saturday's Trace Adkins performance. Now we're bringing the cheer coach at NWCC back on with us, Brandon Casey. Coach, how are we doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So, country music? You you a country music guy? Um, I, I like it. I, I, I like Tracy Atkins. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it, but I'm excited about him being here this weekend. It'll be fun. Understood. I, I, I get there because you guys have to pick, and I, I don't know that country music may relate to cheering and dance and routines and things of that nature. <laughs> I don't know that you, you sneak any country music in there, do you? No, sir. We haven't we have yet, but, you know, we can always we always try to be the trendsetter and maybe start trying to put some Morgan Wallen in there or something yeah. somehow, some way. <laughs> hey, we were talking prior to getting on here, and I, I've looked at the photos. I know there was a big ribbon cutting. I know it's been a, a big week for you guys because you have a new facility for your team and, and the dance squad to work out. They Do they have their own locker rooms? Can you describe the new building that you guys now have to work with? Yes, sir. So it's it's the existing building in McClendon Center. Um, it's on the back side of the building, and it's the gym that we've always we've actually always practiced in there. But they just have revamped it completely. Um, whenever whenever I first got the job five years ago, it was literally just a gym, four walls and a gym. We had basketball goals and everything, and we had we had just, just mats out there for us to practice on. Um, and then now they have completely revamped it to where. When soon as you walk into the building, there's logos on the on the doors. There's logos on the ground. There's a there's a trophy case in the lobby area. Um, soon as like before you even walk into our gym, there's a huge wrap around the wall that has Ranger cheer on it, um, with a bunch of action shots from games and things like that. Um, and then so that, that that's not even getting into the building yet, right? So we're just we're just in the lobby area. All the stuff that they've renovated out there, which is incredible. Um, so as soon as you walk into the building. Um, all on the right side of the, of the wall is our lockers, our lockers. Um, and they are the same exact lockers that the football team has, um, which is, which, which is cool, which is incredible, yeah. you know, to have that same support and, you know, want to, you know, kind of doing the same thing for all the sports and getting everybody looking the same and having the same gear and equipment. Um, so yeah, and then we have a, we have some cabinets and a huge screen, probably a 70 inch screen that we watch like playbacks for, you know, routines and things like that. We'll, we'll do some, we'll do some kind of, you know, tape, you know, film, what you would call, um, and like watch our routines and playback on that, on that big old screen. So, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible facility that is, to my knowledge, is unmatched in the state. I mean, I've never, I haven't seen a facility that touches this facility at all. How much can you use that now? I mean, obviously, your your teams are respected. You guys going to nationals and doing those kinds of things. But how much can you use that as as the recruiting tool to bring a young lady or a young man to be a part of your future teams? Oh yeah, it's a it's a great recruiting tool. I mean, it, it's we're we're working on getting a video set up for like you know, promotional stuff for like an MTV Cribs type thing. Like, nice. hey, welcome to my crib, and we're <laughs> like gonna show gonna show off everything because it's incredible. I mean, the lockers they have drawers in the lockers where they put stuff. They have they have a locker at the top part where there's a little cubby um, that has a code to it, so they can put some stuff in there and keep it keep it safe in there. Um, and then it also has like charging ports. So I mean, they have I mean they have they have everything that they could possibly need in this gym. So it is, it is absolutely a huge recruiting tool. Northwest cheer coach Brandon Casey talking with us again. So it's game day. Are we prepared for game day, coach? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are. We actually had a we had a, a long practice yesterday out on the field to you know run through some of the free games and run out and all those things that we just you know can't do in the gym. So we had to practice it out on the field. And the kids are absolutely ready, and we're 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 super excited. You know, we're excited to have um, you know a home game. You know, because it, it's our home games are also the atmosphere there is just it's inc- it's an incredible environment to be around for, for a home game. And, you know, the practice that's been put in, um, do you guys, and, and the, the mascot, right? Uh, can you remind me of his name? What do you guys call him? Is it? We call him Danger. Danger? Um, Danger, yes, sir. And, and so how do you guys go about with, with the, the entire team and him putting together something? Because he's got to have, he's got to have a little, I guess I'm going back to talking to the comedian who's on stage but doesn't Danger kind of have to have some kind of script and show ready himself? So he didn't. He didn't have a show. He's kind of a free for all. He kind of he kind of goes around and, and does his own thing for pregame and for some of the stuff during the game. Yes, he has some things like he needs to be standing here so he's right. not you know getting ran over by the football team or <laughs> things, things of that nature. Um, but yeah, he kind of he kind of does his own little. He kind of does his own little thing. He'll go up into the stands and he'll. He'll, I'll, I'll be looking around for him. I'm like, where is he? And he's up at the top of the stands, hanging out with some of the kids, high fiving and taking pictures and taking selfies and all that stuff. So he, he's kind of his lone ranger, if you would say, uh-huh. kind of doing his own thing all the time. Well done, coach. Well he's done. There. Well done. So at the same time, you're getting ready for game day tonight and the rest of the football season. You got basketball season. You guys will perform and do some things there. I want, I want to let you talk about nationals as well. We did this. Uh, when we were talking about the dance team as well, because I, I assume you're you're thinking about that too coming up. And is yours in January? Yes, sir. Yes, it's in January. Um, yeah, I mean we're practicing, getting ready for all of this, all the games, and that's things that we need to do. Like that's our priority, um, which is our supporting our athletics. But you know, it, it is always kind of in the back of our mind, like while we're doing certain things that you know we're we're putting people together for certain things, kind of looking at nationals, absolutely, um, and new this year. Is we have we have forty four cheerleaders on the team. Wow. We've only ever had the most we've ever had is thirty four. Um, so we are going to be competing two teams at nationals. We're going to be in two separate divisions. We'll be in an open small co-ed, which is the division that we've always been in, and then we'll be in an all girl division. So we're going to have two teams competing at nationals for the cheer team. Excellent. That's good to to hear and add to the trophy case without a doubt for moms and dads that have youngsters that are already in the in the in, in the cheer groups or whatever they might be and at whatever age. I know you have some clinics. You've already started and I think you've had one in August, but you've got another in later in this month and one in October. Would you like to talk to us about the clinic and what you guys will do and, and then some dates and times if you don't mind? Yes, sir. So at these clinics, um, we 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 stunt and we tumble and we work on fight songs. So we kinda teach teach all these kids how like what we do for our fight song. So that you know, when they come to the games, like hey, I know, I know those motions. I can do those motions, and they, it's it's kind of fun to feel like you know involved in them. So we do we stunt, tumble, fight song, um, and it's from eleven to two. The dates are September twenty fourth and October twenty second, um, in our in our cheer gym, and it's a um, you know it's a great you know it's a great recruiting tool for us. It's a great recru- recruiting tool for them. They get to kind of get exposure. It's ninth. We we open it to ninth grade to, and to seniors and transfers. Um, and it's it's a great way to kind of get your name out there, starting starting to be seen, even as a freshman in high school, and you know start getting recruited now. You know, 
I've been around sports for a long time, and you and I have had a lot of conversations. It seems to me like there's more competition, and we've talked recruiting and things maybe more than some of our listeners might think you as a cheer coach have to do. I mean, you, you just mentioned you've got 44 in there this time, and we're now talking about recruiting ninth grade cheerers, cheerleaders, right? I mean, it's it's really – has this business changed here just over the last couple of years as far as the competitiveness and the way it's going? Yes, sir, absolutely. It, it has absolutely changed. And, um, you know, we're always trying to like, stay a step ahead of our, you know, the people, sure. the other the other, the other cheer teams in the state and in the country to try to, you know, get kids here. And I think, you know, the facility is a, is a major thing. I don't – I'm I know for a fact this is this is the best facility in, in the country. I, I, I was being kind of um, humble about it, but this is <laughs> this is the best facility for sure out of, out of all the community colleges and in, and in some universities. Um, so like we're we're trying to recruit these kids immediately and as soon as possible so that we kind of stay a step ahead of everybody or try to stay a step ahead as much as possible. Well, I thank you again for talking with us. Good luck uh, with the performance and things on game day uh, tonight there in Sidotobia and. We'll be back. I know we'll get you right before Nationals. We, we normally do, and we'll talk about all of that as well. Coach, thanks. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Brandon Casey back with us. Cheer coach, Northwest Community College. Great building there in the McClendon Center. Game night tonight, so they'll be there for you. And uh, parents, if you do have that uh, cheerleader in your family, of that high school age, or maybe you've got someone in college that's moving and might want to come back home, uh, this will be Sunday the 24th and October the 22nd from 11 until noon, uh, pardon me, 11 to 2, there at the McClendon Center. And you have to reserve your spots. So you can either go to nwccrangers.com to find that, or you can call Coach Casey at his office, which is 562-3899, for more information there. Now, I'm going to give you this number. And the first person that text messages into the studio right now, you get two tickets to see Trace Atkins on Saturday. Text message in, 426-1093-662-426-1093. If you want to hear this guy on Saturday night at 730, I've got two tickets to the first person who texts now, 426-1093. Trace Atkins. Ladies love country boy. 11 million albums sold. He starred in television, movies, and he's a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Trace Atkins at the Heindel Center in Senatobia. Saturday, September 16th at 7.30 p.m. Don't miss Trace Atkins at the Heindel Center at Northwest Community College in Senatobia. For tickets, go to HeindelCenter.org. Box office is open Monday through Friday, 1 to 4.30. Or call 662-562-3478. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Bank First Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you, and you can join the conversation by texting to 662-426-1093. 
Great show, great information from both guests. Pat Hazel, who will be on stage in Cinechobia next week on Saturday. Cheer coach Brandon Casey. Lots of good stuff from the building, the, everything going on in Northwest Cheer. And I want to thank our listener to the program from Bahelia Lindsay, who is the one that was first and was able to pick up some tickets to see Trace Adkins coming up two days from now at 7.30. We'll have those waiting for you at the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts. Clyde won out of Batesville last week, Lindsay out of Bahalia this week. Kudos to everybody who listened and tried it. Thank you very much for doing so. We'll probably give away some future events on this program. We like to do that. And enjoy, Lindsay. That comes up Saturday at 7.30, Heindel Center for the Performing Arts. Two seats will be waiting on you. Tonight at 7 o'clock, you're going to be in the 70s. It's going to be a very comfortable night. Northwest number three in the country. Remember last Thursday there were storms in Perkinston, and they said they were not going to make the game up. They ended up playing on Saturday. Close game until late, and Gulf Coast won the game 49-14. So the Rangers lost a season opener. They get the home opener against Hines, who also lost their season opener 20-7 to to Northeast Community College. Kickoff is at 7 there in Cenotopia. Pre-game coverage at 6.30 on Ranger TV. And we want to congratulate women's soccer player, freshman Anna Catherine Harrell from Tupelo. She's the goalkeeper of the week, not only for the state of Mississippi, but for the nation. NJCAA gave her the honor as well. Lady Ranger soccer team won all three matches. They beat number 12 St. Louis number 16, Southwestern Illinois, and then Mineral Area College. She only gave up one goal in all of those and came away uh, to get Northwest now to 7-0 and on the season. They will open up Mississippi competition, the MACCC schedule, tomorrow at Meridian at 5 o'clock, the start there. And don't forget, you know, I, I don't know uh, if, there are still spots available. There were only a few left, but the Northwest Foundation and Ole Miss partnering together for uh, the 2 Plus 2 Annual Scholarship Golf Tournament. Our friends at North Central Electric Cooperative helped put that on. It will be at the Cherokee Valley Golf Course on the 28th of the month. Month. If you need any information, uh, you can call the Northwest Campus. Check in with the Foundation. Find out how you can be involved in whatever way possible. Show's done. We'll come back tomorrow morning, talk high school and college sports with you between 9 and 10. Middays with Gerard is next. You know the Thursday rundown, so enjoy the rest of the Super Talk Day, your day as well. We'll chat tomorrow. So long.